Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, and thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience. Yeah. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is out. Don McClain is in. Hey, girl, hey. Hello. I have to remember to turn on my microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because you're not used to being in here. No, it's weird. It's like a different world. Yeah. Isn't it nice to not have to, like, be, well, you are still doing a million things, but you know well, what I mean? I know. Yeah. You have somebody else over here doing the Yeah, work. that's DJ Rock Lobster. Clum, clum, clum. Clum, clum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, guys, I checked out, I guess you would call it a docu-series um, on Colin Kaepernick. It's on Netflix. Uh, not, n- let me try that again. Yeah. It's on Netflix with an X. Thank you. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, um, boy, it just starts out with a bang. It... I think I'm going to watch this whole thing. I don't know how many episodes there are off the top of my head, but I think there are a few. It's they're very short. They're less than a half an hour. Really? Oh, yeah. Is this the where they reenacted? Where they oh, here's the him as a kid, or is this more? So of a- yeah, you know what? I shouldn't call it a docu series as much as it's him as a kid. Okay. Yes. So it's long before he uh, becomes a huge NFL star. Uh, his parents are played by Mary Louise Parker and Nick Offerman. Really? Yeah. The young man who plays him is fantastic. Um, It's just kind of giving you the leading up to him, you know, getting into the NFL. And who he uses an analogy that everybody's talking about today, which is interesting because I've compared the NFL to the mafia before after seeing the movie Concussion. Oh, yes. And I'm like, what do you mean you're going to let them keep playing? It's just very... Yeah, I mean, I... So much money is involved. I was really into football. I know that sounds weird for no, a while, but I used to play fantasy football. My whole weekend was consumed by watching games and figuring out who in my group would I could trade this person for in that? Uh, it started with Gatorade when I worked for Gatorade. Oh, okay. But after I saw that, I can't watch it anymore. I have I a real problem with it, anymore. too. I'm like, this no is offense like to our team here in Minnesota, but I really worry about what they're doing to their brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's some other things. Like, if you watch this, Colin Kaepernick uses an analogy of basically... Mm. where he compares the NFL to a larger power dynamic of slave master and slave. And then he, in this, in this production, 
makes a visual comparison or juxtaposition, I guess you could say, from the NFL to slaves being sold at market. And you have to see the way he's really trying to drive a point home. And I think I'm going to continue to watch this because I want to hear where he's coming from and what his point of view is. And I, I also think it's extremely interesting that he was raised by what seemed to be a very white couple. Yeah, I was going to say, you said the parents are Mary Louise Parker. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, So I'm yeah. already confused, but yeah. Who really, in the beginning, it seems that when he was a, a kid, he didn't really, they didn't really help educate him on his history. Okay. You know, of, of you know, African Americans and, and their styles and, you know, the lifestyles and whatnot. But I think it's really... A bold leap, and we know he's pretty bold, but I also think I'm going to continue to watch it because I think it's, as one uh, publication put it, it's a springboard to conversations Mm -hmm. on race and privilege. And I find it very interesting. Um, Ava DuVernay is behind this as well. You know her from When They See Us and Selma. Uh, This one is called Colin in Black and White. And it's basically the coming of age story of Colin Kaepernick, Um, you know, and then he became a leader in in the fight for racial justice. You could call him a, um, um, oh gosh, what's the word? An activist. An activist. Yes. So I I think you guys should check it out. There are six episodes, it looks like. Okay. So so that's good. That's just a few hours, a couple, you know, like uh, one and three hours, maybe. Um, but it's really interesting what they they do with it. And it doesn't have it's not a campy feel. There there yeah. is a lightness to it in some places. I was curious because you said Nick Offerman, who I think is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. is really, really funny on Parks and Rec and you know, that show he did with Amy Poehler and all the other stuff he does. Yes, he's hilarious. So he's a a serious role. He's a somewhat serious role, but I think the the lightness is in how white they come across and how straight they come across. And this kid wants to be a part of his culture. Okay. You know, and and go get his hair cut where black people go to get their hair cut and listen to that kind of music. Yet he's being kind of nudged away from being who he really is Mm. and that's all part of it and i think it's just going to be a really interesting project wow that to watch is interesting because i've always thought or this is now that you've said he compared it to slavery and Mm -hmm. slave owners when he first wasn't in football anymore i thought come on somebody give him a job i kept thinking give him a job there's no team that's going to pick him up or give him a job i thought it was absurd but now maybe it's like he doesn't want to right because he doesn't want to be a part of that he's decided he doesn't want to be a part of that and that yeah feels good there's a lot of that like um oh tell him he needs he had cornrows at one point and he was told that he couldn't have them. I I just Googled because I wanted to know um, just when he, all of that went down, because it's been a while, just as far as like what year. Yeah. And it's really interesting when you Google his name, all the things that are being I put said. In Ka- Colin Kaepernick doesn't. Just put that in and you will see a list of 
He doesn't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. He doesn't want it. Like, there's so many false narratives out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you, I mean, Donna sent me the Netflix, the YouTube link for this trailer. All the haters are out. I mean, the first oh, yeah. 15, oh, 20 comments for are just... Sure. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah. But, yeah. like, just sit back and listen. I mean, aren't we supposed to be listening right now? Yes. Just, just listen. Like, be open-minded just to hear what other people's opinions are. Do you want to play a little bit of the trailer? Yeah, we'll it. wrap this up. Okay, here goes. Life puts us on a path, sometimes narrow, sometimes winding, but always ours. When we're young, we're told that the world is ours, that we should figure out our path and take our shot. Then one day, we realize that the game we're playing is someone else's. In this game, we can't speak our truth. In this game, it feels like the only choice we have is theirs. But we can change the game. We can write new rules, radiate our joy, take back our power, and find our purpose. That's our path looks pretty cool yeah yeah i think you guys if you're looking for something to watch colin in black and white it is on netflix and it's a six-part uh series there you go thank you wow wow it sounds really good it is it is i think so anyway but no matter what your opinion if you're if you just want to sit back and, and listen uh to what Kaepernick has to say you might in, in you might learn something yeah 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 yeah. so there you go uh when we come back we didn't get to it but Dawn you're watching something else on Netflix that mm-hmm. I want to talk about I don't know what this is <laughs> I want you to share it with us great uh so we'll get to that and more coming up next on my talk oh, hi. welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience, minus Steve today. He's a little under the weather. Hopefully, he will be back. Don McLean, nice enough to stay an extra two hours, technically three, I guess. Oh, but, it's fine. What I if Colleen it. called in sick? Could Don keep going? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. No. Okay. And then, oh, ooh, oh, and what I, about I, like Lori's gone and I get to do the show with Julia? Oh my I've god! I've never filled in with them. That would Did be fun. Did we do that once where somebody lost a bet and had to be on the show like every show? Like. <laughs> I thought yes. it was like a fundraiser thing or oh, something. That does ring a bell. I've never worked with them either. They don't you know, want like us. I no, they don't want us. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. I, it's I would right, do guys. it though. I would. And we know you would. That's why people always ask you. It's fine. <laughs> you got to start saying no. No, no, no. I have a good time. I love I my know, job. I do too. I, and I have a good time when you are filling in. Yeah, you guys are good together. Yeah, we got a little, you know, we have a lot in common, I think. I'm not going to say what you call the, the Oh, the double D experience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll let you say it. Donna, go on. Okay. D. We do have D. a lot in common. <laughs> we have a lot of similar, like, Rocco, we know yes. you don't watch Real Housewives or anything Correct. like so, that. Yeah, keep going if you want. I'll, I'll be over here doing, right. writing trivia for tomorrow or something. All right, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Thank you, Rocco. Okay, um, so, I want to know what this... Is this a show? A movie? It is. It's a show. Okay. Um, my daughter texted me, which, as a mom of a thirty-year-old, and I'm turning into my, my mom. Um, 
when I get a text from my daughter, I send them out all the time, but I rarely get a response. Just because oh, yeah. we don't have that kind of relationship. She's 30. It's, you know, some people, they talk to their mom every day. And I right. uh, now that I am in the position to want, you know, I'm now, just like, yeah. I wish that was real. But it's reality is it's not that she doesn't like me. She's just super busy. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So oh, she she's... said, um, uh, have you seen the show Midnight Mass? And I said, no, is it good? And she said, yes, it's a Netflix original. It's a horror series Uh, that involves a small community's Catholic church. uh, I binge watched it the whole time I was thinking you'd like it. Knowing the Catholic references really enhance the experience. Let me know if you watch it. So it's by Mike Flanagan. Did you watch Haunting of Hill House? I started to, and I was so terrified that I couldn't watch (laughs) it. Did you watch it? I don't watch anything scary, really. Really? No. Oh my yeah, gosh, I'm talking to the cats. wrong people. No, okay. no, I want to hear it because this has been all over my Twitter feed. People seem to love this, this show. This is okay. the stuff that scares me, Dawn, that like it feels like stuff that has to do with the devil and the afterlife. Oh, the devil. And ghosts and demons. This and all might that just stuff. be a creature kind of a thing. I'm okay with that. All right. Like a weird creature in the like, woods. Like Quiet Place. Right. That was scary, but. I was okay with it because it wasn't the kind of scary that it keeps me up all night. It wasn't paranormal or demonic. Correct. I don't know if this is going to turn into that, but I loved the first episode. It just has a different feel. So right. Mike Flanagan, um, he he did Haunting of Hill House, also a great horror movie called um, Hush. And yes. it's about, uh, actually his wife plays the lead character. She's deaf and she lives in the woods and someone... Uh, you know, it's a scary attacker type movie and she has to try to get out. of It's really good. Okay. Um, but he also did The Haunting of Bly Manor, which was a huge mistake. Oh, because they should have just left it, it alone. Was, oh, I hated that. So if you hated Bly Manor and you want to dip back into this guy who really is very talented, this is a great show. Okay. It's the setting is uh, in a little fishing island. So it's like only has 127 people on the island. Oh it's uh, the main character has a troubled past. Something happens to him at the beginning of the first episode. Okay. He comes back to his community and there is a church on the island. It's just fascinating. There are these cats everywhere who are stray cats and they talk a lot about you see their little eyes in the woods all the time. Ew. And you're like, they're like glowy. So they talk about like, how did all these cats get here? It had to be somebody brought them from the mainland because it's an island. Yes. Cats don't just don't show like up. They don't just appear. and they must have brought two of them. Right. Because <laughs> now exactly. there are a bunch. Um, but then there is another element of like, ooh, all these cats. What's what's going on? But then there are eyes out there that you don't know. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What it is? Mm. And they're taller than cats. So you got that mm. element going on. You got a really good um, story about a redemption story, it seems like. The, the main character is struggling with something that happened in his past. And so he's being haunted really by what he did. So I just think right away, it's a great, so far, just the director of just the photography, the way they're shooting it, it's suspenseful, but it's not just like, okay, I know where this is going. It just seems mysterious, and I really like it I'm so putting far. it on the list, okay. You're not going to like it, Donna, because okay. it's scary. But, you know, just okay. put it on the list. I, I know you list. put things on the list just to appease us, to tell you to watch things. <laughs> There's just so much content out I, there. I, I, it is overwhelming, I know. But if you're a fan of um, Haunting of Hill House and uh, Mike Flanagan, try it out. Okay. My you, daughter binged it, and she's wow. very busy. Wow, so, okay. Are they one-hour episodes? Yes, but what I do now, because Colleen told me to do this, on Netflix, you can speed it up. I watched it at 1.25. Oh, oh, I didn't know you could do that. (laughs) Oh, Donna, this is going to change your life. Oh, oh, I like that. 1.25. On the right-hand side, you can can actually choose 1.5, but that's a little bit too fast for me. You will start start to, at first it seems like, ooh, this is weird. You know, they're really picking up their cues here. But um, you won't even notice. And okay. then when you'll watch something in real time, you're like, oh, oh my God. This is so bad. This is like the oh, slow jam. No. People you know, work so hard to make all the timing and then this. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. But for our shows, we <laughs> yeah. have to watch things for our job. Yeah, I know. You know, oh, this is how the Friday slow jam started. I was listening I to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, the, the podcast while I was walking around the lake. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why is he talking so fast? And I realized that there was a control. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. So then I you accidentally slowed it down. Okay, yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, they sound like they're impaired. So I didn't know you could do this with Netflix. You oh, can. I, by the way, I should tell Don, last week, uh, remember when I was gone in Iowa or whatever? Yeah. And you... <laughs> You and Steve and Kelly talked about Steve accidentally peeing himself and Kelly peeing oh, herself. Yeah. yeah. That was last week's slow jam. You, yeah. were, you were part of it. it oh. Dawn did not pee herself, I just want to say. No. But everybody else on the show did. <laughs> oh, right. So I might have to play that for you later. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got to hear that. It. All right. So this is called Midnight Mass on Netflix. Yes. Okay. I want to ask, Don, you're like scary things. Uh-huh. I decided this weekend to dip my toe into um, Italian horror from like the 70s. Ooh. Have you ever watched like Suspiria? Suspiria. Or... Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Of I course. want to get your thoughts on that. And the remake. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Cool. Bye. Bye now. Um, listen, when we come back, uh, you, Don, you also saw another scary movie. Yeah. Uh, this was in theaters. Uh, we'll get to that. And I have a story about Jean Smart, why she was uneasy after winning her Emmy Award. All coming up next on My Talk. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve experience. 
Minus Steve. He's out today. John McClain is in. Man, you really Halloweened it up this past weekend. <laughs> oh, my god! You just did all the things. I kind of did. And now I'm going to a haunted prison coming up I this know. weekend. You were just at a paranormal event at the Lexington. Yep. Yep. And then you went to see a movie in the theaters. Oh, I went to see the original Halloween on Halloween. Mm, yeah. Oh, that's a cute Was that idea. at Parkway? That was at the Alamo. Oh, fun. Which is great because you can eat and drink. Is it the Alamo Draft House mm-hmm. or something like oh, that? Oh, okay. it's great because they, my favorite thing about them is that they have this little trailer they play, which is usually pretty funny. It'll be like Godzilla or something attacking <laughs> kids at a birthday party. <laughs> and it'll say, like, um, this is what's going to happen to you if you talk or text during the movie. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then it comes up and it goes, seriously, if you talk or text, you will have one warning and then you'll be ejected from the theater. Wow. And mm. I'd hate people talking during a movie. Me too. So I will pay the extra to go to Alamo because... <laughs> wow. That's great. Now, Mary, but is it Hopkins? Uh, not Woodbury. Hopkins. Oh, Woodbury. Okay. Do you talk to the waitress or do you like order on your phone or what do you do? How do you, you do it? Oh, yeah. you. Uh, there's a little pad and they're so efficient. There's a little notepad that you write on and you order and then you stick it up in the little tray thing in front of you and they, they're so efficient. I don't even know how they do it. So they see it. And then they come by and they refill your drinks. And you can write on there, like, the person next to me is loud. And that's how they'll know. That's how they know the oh, person. Like, other people idea. tell oh, wow. other people. Oh God, but honestly, hilarious. just the fact that they say that you don't do it, people don't do it. They don't talk. And That's amazing. Anyway, um, so I went to see Halloween. You know, um, Jamie Lee Curtis is, this is her first movie. And she's like 18 or something. Yeah. I don't remember how old she was, but she still seems like 37. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's so funny. Um, What's the name of her character again? Because she's like a babysitter. She's a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember what her name is. In her. Lori, Lori. Okay, her name yep. is Lori. Um, but it's really great because um, there's also a guy in it named Donald Pleasance, and he plays the doctor of Michael Myers. And he yes. is super dramatic. Like, he's over the top. He was a very well-known, like, Shakespearean, respected actor back in 1970-whenever this was. <laughs> 79 Sorry, or 70, something? 78? 71. When was the first? Ooh, I, I feel th- terrible. I feel like it was 78 or 79. Okay. Rocco. I, I didn't know I was... Okay, oh, it's fine. okay. You don't have to do anything. So How old it. was Kenny Curtis? <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. So anyway, it was in the 70s. And this guy is really over the top. He's doing a different thing. One of these kids is doing his own thing. And it's that guy. Ah, (laughs) He's looking off. And it's just there's so many silly things about it that I enjoy the camp of the movie Halloween. Sure. And um, just like so many times, this is the one thing that people laugh out loud during this movie. Because Jamie Lee Curtis, she... Three different times in the movie, quote unquote, kills Michael Myers. And he, he comes up. back, but <laughs> she drops the knife. She leaves it. She'll kill him. First, it's like um, it's a knitting needle that she gets him with and he falls over. And then she's just, oh, she's like, <laughs> finally, he's and dead. Then, and then, I mean, the first one you can sort of excuse. Yeah, he keeps um, getting up, right? <laughs> but he gets up, and you're like, oh, no, she shouldn't have been so relaxed. You run out of that house. Yes, and you go screaming. 
Right. So she's just kind of like trying to recover emotionally. And so she drops that the second time around. um, It's like a coat hanger that she gets him with. (laughs) And then the third time is a knife. And each time like she had the knife in her hands about three times that he's attacking her with because he goes down. But then she'll just drop the knife right next to him. And you're like, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's funny. so great. So if you get a chance to watch Halloween again. I would love to. I love her. She, it looks like such a baby, but she still seems like an adult woman. Right. So such a weird thing. 78? Yeah, it came out in 78, and she was born in 58. So she was, you know, 18, 19 when they filmed it. There you go. Don't you agree, though, okay. Rocco? You've yeah. seen it. That she still seems 35 or something. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. Right. She has like a mature face. Voice. And voice. Not that she looks old. There's some other... You know who's got... Is like that Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Yes. I always thought she was much older. Not because she's not gorgeous and, you know... Youthful. Yes. It's just... She has a mature... I know things kind of face. And um, it's not because of wrinkles... It's also no. her vocal tone, just yeah, like um, the way she carries herself. She's not like, hey, guys, yeah. and chewing gum like the other totally. two girls in the movie. There are boobs in this movie three times. I'd okay. like to say that Good to know, which is uh, uncomfortable. Jamie's. No, not Jamie's. Okay. Not in this. That one. comes that comes in trading places. I yes. Ask 11 <laughs> year old Rocco or whatever. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And she has a great set. As people yeah. would say, yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, but no, the other girls are because you know, in a horror movie, a good horror movie, you kind of have to have a few. Yeah, you like, have to at have at least a nipple or something. <laughs> a butt, you know. Oh, I hate that. It's a great part of it. You hate butt? No, no, I hate the word, the n word. Okay, what oh, nipple? Yes, that's not the n word. I know. Okay, but the, I don't want to okay. say. It, so. Okay, she's so uncomfortable. I know. I'm like shuffling papers and looking all through. Okay, my favorite now, quote is, "You don't like butt." Yeah, I'm gonna write that one down. Oh, no, slow jams. Oh, jam. oh my god, it's funny. Uh, but just I say that because. You know, if you're like, hey, let's watch a movie with our kids that have never yes. seen this old movie, Don't. it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. That's when you get up to go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, okay. Which I always look up, like, how many times. Like, I've become one of those people. Why? I look up because my boyfriend has kids. Oh, sure. And, <laughs> and so he's got I'm boys. like, don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be there. Like, do you want to watch Halloween? Like, I'm like, no, there's boobs Ew. in it. Yeah. But anyway, he had already seen it at a friend's house. Oh, and so we knew he had already seen it. So we, he was, he loves it, and so we. It's like took it's him. a fun movie, but I still thank God I wasn't sitting next to him because I'm sorry, I just can't deal with Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. Like when no. there's sex scenes and things like. I, I have a roommate that I've gotten up and I was like, nope, this is not gonna. Ha-. Even if it's just a small scene, mm-hmm. like I'm not watching this with you. <laughs> there is a scene in, um, oh my God, White Lotus. Oh, really um, early on. And it is very oh, disturbing. Man on man? No, that didn't bother oh. me at all. No. <laughs> what? Okay. No, it was man. There was, a, there was a butt? Nope. It was a man. An N word? Oh, my God. Stop it. It was a man. Yeah. Okay, way, we'll try to figure it out. There was male nudity. I'll just say that. There's and it a was man. a close. Oh, that's right. You're right. And that was and I'm prosthetic. Like, what the hell is that? And then later, there's... it's been a long time, hasn't it? <laughs> no, I mean, I know what it is. <laughs> but I'm like, why are you showing me that? It's like a close-up, and it's very shocking. 
Uh, but yeah. they're also very realistic in some ways. But then there's another scene that is like <laughs> towards the I, end. I didn't watch any of White Lotus. So. Oh, Tawn, you no. might want to. It's okay. really quirky and weird and a couple of bitchy little teenagers in it that you get a kick out of. Okay, Rocco, I want to hear about what you thought about Suspiria. Okay, yeah, so I, I dabbled in like three Italian uh, like vintage horror movies this weekend, and I, don't, I didn't really finish any of them, because I, I don't know, I just have a short attention span. <laughs> okay. But I think Suspiria of the three is probably the m- most visually interesting. It had a lot of cool colors and mm-hmm. a lot of like late 70s feel to it. But I expected, I was like, oh, I'm going to dabble in these Italian uh, horror movies. I, I guess I wasn't expecting them to all be in English. Like, oh, yeah. Like, um, I watched this thing called The Beyond, which what, was about, do you like, speak Italian? Do no, you but just, I, I okay. was like, oh, I want to see. You want to you know, hear the Italian. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then I watched one called The Visitor from, like, 1979. <gasps> oh. Where, where there's, like, a, you know, girl who's, like, the spawn of a bad alien or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I was surprised. All these movies had were English. And, okay. But they were, like, Italian directors and cat and crew and stuff. That's I great. don't know. I think Suspiria was pretty cool. And you said you liked it and saw the Love remake, it. too? Now, the remake is not good. Okay. I'll just to warn you, it has Dakota Johnson in it. Okay. And it's not good. It's just nowhere near. Yeah, but yeah. it was cool. It, it, a lot of gore. You're and... such a hipster, Rocco. Honest I really am. I, I'm going to make a sounder about indie hipster Rocco. What, yeah. What did he do this <laughs> I weekend? mean, you just nonstop. How, I mean, aren't you kind of an old guy? What's going <gasps> on? Rude. <laughs> I'm trying to hang on to that, you know, my, I know, my me youth. Too. Well, He's I mean, exploring movies. Yeah. Why is that? No, it's great. No, there's yeah, thanks, nothing Donna. wrong with it. Sorry I blew up, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you guys done with your horror stuff? Yeah, we're done. What do you want to talk? Oh, I just wanted to tell you about Jean Smart. Yes. On on why she couldn't relax after her Emmy win. You know, this is her, basically her time. Mm -hmm. She said she was very worried because, remember, she dedicated her trophy to her late husband, uh, Richard Gilliland. Yes. She was uh, eager to see if he would make the cut for the In Memoriam tribute. Because he worked in the business for 40 years. Oh, no. Did he not? And he had just passed away in March, actually. Well, what she said was her emotions continued to flow as she waited to see if he would be featured. She said, I was worried because they don't they never guarantee you that a person will be included. They don't give you a heads up. And she said, I don't know why they don't tell you maybe the day of the ceremony, because I don't think they're going to change it the day of. But it's just their policy that, quote unquote, we can't promise anybody. And she was there with her son, mm-hmm. who I think is relatively young. And um, it turned out that, yes, he was. He was, he included. was included. And he had starred on dozens of projects uh, back to the mid-70s, like Designing Women with her, 30-something, Matlock. Here's my so, thing, okay, about this. There's always a lot of controversy. Yep. Because people go, why wasn't this person included? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, I think that it's not hard to add a slide that says 1958 to 2021 with Thank someone's you. picture. I agree. You don't have to show a clip of their movie. I agree. Maybe it's already rendered and they just, you know, they don't want to add. I don't know. Or you can do maybe four people per shot. You know what I mean? Or four. Six people per shot. If there's a lot of people who passed away and somebody's singing a song that's only three minutes long yeah, to it. Yeah, I agree. Especially if they made such a big contribution to the industry. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, she said she was kind of unsettled afterwards and emotional, and that is Aww. why. I know. We got to go. Uh, all right. When we come back, do you guys remember that story, that shoehorn story? Oh, yeah. No, she got Joe Biden and <laughs> gave her a shoehorn. Who? Well, it turns out it wasn't a shoehorn. Okay. I will tell you what it was when we come back for the final stretch of the Donna <laughs> and Steve experience on my talk. Yeah. yeah welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment oh you guys don't forget about listener rewards we've got some new ones oh yeah it's new ooh ooh I should tell you what they are shouldn't I yeah I'll tell you all right Dawn oh my gosh thanks uh, for helping a girl out yeah we have tickets oh, to I see, see a Christmas Gus- Carol a Guthrie Theater Christmas Carol we have gift cards to Midtown Global Market yay movie passes and more Yay. So just go and look, see everything up for grabs and listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Uh, okay. Remember <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo uh, got uh, invited to the White House and then um, the president gave her a little gift bag. No, gave her I some don't. M&Ms. Okay, okay. So she had the story. She was on with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And... One of the things, you know, he gave her was a shoehorn with the presidential emblem on it. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, well, if we didn't think Jim um, Joe Biden was weird too, enough, too old oh. to be president. <laughs> now we have proof that he is. Why is he giving a young woman a shoehorn? So... She just posted something on Instagram, basically, with a picture of it. Oh, good. I get to see the picture because I'm like, okay, how could you mistake a shoehorn for anything else? So take a look at it. It's an ice cream scoop. Okay, that's (gasps) like a scooper. That's even old manner. (laughs) Is that a word? Oh, man. You know what? I think they have a closet, just like we have a promotions closet with all sorts of things and you know with our station logo on it and then he's like okay the white house whatever right so i think he's like okay give her this give her some m&ms is is joe biden known for ice cream i know trump was into ice cream (laughs) he is i think you know yeah i think but yeah i mean that'd be kind of cool to have in your drawer i mean ice cream anyone here's my joe biden seal it is signed by joe biden oh i would hang that spoon on the wall with my other commemorative spoons. <laughs> I have a sister who collects spoons. Isn't that funny? Oh, that's what? funny. Did you Which... see what she said? She says, thanks to my mom who told me this was an ice cream scoop and let me repeat it on national television. Thanks, mom. Oh, my gosh. Is it in her... Um... Is it in her story? Yes, Don. Okay. If you click on yeah. uh, yeah, from the prez that I have there, there's a I put a link. So oh, just go okay. to the third picture. Okay. Hey, uh-huh. I mean, I could see where she might have thought that it's not very scoopy. Yeah, but it has a handle, like a big cylindrical handle. I've never seen a shoehorn with like a big metal cylinder, like a ice cream scoop. <gasps> oh, <laughs> maybe someone's got like a foot issue. <laughs> I need to see a side view of this uh, shoehorn because <laughs> it's not a very deep scoop. <laughs> it isn't. It looks I need more a... like a spoon. Right. Yeah. Or like I a tablespoon. I love her attitude though, you know, because she's, she's just such a well adjusted young lady so far. 
Yeah. I mean, (laughs) are we like, uh, she is extremely talented. Yeah. But I see some similarities. It's like they get the new flavor of the month from Disney and they just push it out. Yeah. And they seem all very similar. I get it. You know, because it's a successful formula. I guess so. But what about the other ones who were the flavor of the month and now they're not anymore? Do they hate her? Anyway, back to your sister who collects commemorative spoons. Yes, she does. Okay, she has like why? a spoon. I don't know. Like, like from each state? Yeah, wherever like she, she would go she somewhere. She goes to Mount Rushmore or something. Or someone would give her, a, or, you know, would bring one back from, you know, like magnets. I didn't Shot know glasses. that, I did not know that you could get spoons from oh, different oh, places. Yeah. Go to a gift look shop every up. now and then. Oh my gosh. Just look up commemorative spoons display. So I brought Colin Matheson back from the Titanic Museum. He's kind of um, obsessed with the Titanic, or he is. So it's a great museum if you ever go to Branson, Missouri. But oh, in their okay. gift shop, they have the worst, most distasteful things. <laughs> oh, really? In there that are like, oh no, you should not have like uh, you should not have an ice cube tray that's the shape of the ship. <laughs> Where you make little ice cubes. This is really in bad taste. Or a cookie cutter that you dunk. Yeah, did we forget that there's oh, a tragedy? There's also, I bought him something called the Titanic, which is a tea infuser. Oh, my God. But it has the Titanic on it. Anyway, now I'm looking at spoons. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I see. So you put it on display. I mean, it looks kind of cool what's gonna happen like you know on top it'll say like the liberty bell at Uh the top of the spoon and another would say branson missouri oh god you know it would be like the white house and you don't eat with them no you just display them are these gonna end up in antique stores yes (laughs) (laughs) or garage sales yeah they're about as collectible as beanie babies oh boy oh boy Ooh, look, uh, spoons, uh, solid wood, walnut finish. Oh, for the display case. Mm. That's amazing. Oh, God. I know. Listen, I know people who still collect precious moments. No. Figurines <laughs> that are all displayed. Oh, my God. I Y'all, hope. there is a precious moments chapel in near <laughs> Joplin, Missouri. Oh it's the guy who made precious moments. Okay. Yeah, Missouri has everything. See, that's the kind and of thing. And it is really creepy. Oh my I hate gosh. precious moments. I hate them. You I know, love weird roadside tourist attractions, though. So I'm, well, I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah, me too. It is one of the most bizarre things you'll ever walk into. Oh my gosh! So for every event that has happened in one of my friends' lives, you know, she got married, so she had the mar- you know, the married she couple does, precious she, moments. She does. Yes. <gasps> I don't know. Does if she, she live still here? Does. Am I offending no, her? No, and she's probably not listening. There's a real weird vibe to it because it's a Christian chapel. Okay. Okay. And the dude who created Precious Moments is from that town. It's in between Springfield and Joplin. Okay. Um, I'm going to look him up. Carthage, I think, is the town. Carthage, Missouri. And um, so you feel like these are elevated to a level as far as spiritually like, that they shouldn't oh, be. So you think worship. it's kind of got some Christian-y... <laughs> Oh, it is very, very much so. Yes, because they have, there's a lot of crosses on a lot of them. Like they so, do. and christening. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to apologize for this. It's creepy, guys. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, it's just I feel like they're being like elevated to like a different level of 
Should we make like the stations of like the a cross shrine? With precious moments. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> like you go to church and instead In of the stained glass window, everything real... is precious. Yes. Moments. Oh, you, you, Donna. How did you know? No. Yeah, no. that's inside the chapel. So there's like a baby Jesus. You wouldn't believe it. I'm Mary. It up right now. Oh, we are taking a precious road moments chapel dot org. Yeah. Wow, and we're learning in so many no things. way am I saying that there's anything. This is not a religious decision that I'm saying no to Jesus. It is a you just Google it. All right, Rocco, what do you find? Oh, oh wow, yeah. that's really messed up. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? It's like, look, it's Joseph of Arimathea, but it's actually a precious moment. <sighs> that is really weird. It is. It's like they have a. Mm, it's weird. I think Colleen and Bradley need to know about this. Yeah. Yes. Road trip. Yes, you guys. Let's do it. I've had so much fun. It went by so fast. I know. Thank you so much, Dawn. We love having you. Uh, but go home and get some rest. Okay. After you do your four hours sure. of work. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Have a good day. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next.